new Premier League season is here and so is the Fantasy Premier League. Whether you are a new manager or an expert, you've got all the tips, the strategies, the disappointments and how to beat the competition. Raise yourself and enjoy the ride. Hello everybody, good evening and welcome to FPL Crip. And once again, I've got with me FPL Lewis. Lewis, hi. Hi, it's good to be back again. Of course. Um, so just just to kick just to kick uh, things off, um, from Holland showing us that um, the Premier League is not as difficult as we expected, coming down to Jaden Central getting the only goal for Manchester United. Tell us how your two game weeks um, went so far. Uh, as I said, they both went okay. I'd say um, the game week has just finished with the United game went mm-hmm. a bit better. Uh, compared to the last, um, obviously managed to get um, 83 points in game week five. Huh? That's without captain in Ireland as well. So I'd count that as a win. Okay. Um, game week four was a bit of a tragedy. Um, I'd say <laughs> I'd, uh, I got 52 points. I triple captain Mo Salah um, uh-huh. in their nine nil win and he didn't get anything. <laughs> but, uh, so that was a bit of a disaster. And when Harlan got his hat trick, but you know things happen. Um, and I hope that you know the week just gone was a bit better, and it ended up going quite well. As I said, finished on eighty three points. No, oh, okay. So, so, so that's that's some some redemption coming in for <laughs> with with the game with Christ. Um. So now, um, let's let's get into. I mean, obviously, my um, I my my game week five was was uh, I was I was caught up in the debate of um Holland Holland being in um Gadula's rotation. So I I took the captaincy of him to Jesus. Um, Jesus gave he he returned, but not as not as Holland because now Holland is on fire. So he he returned in game week five, but. Um, game week four wasn't bad. I I didn't captain Haaland either, but then he, um it was it was because of his hat trick. I mean his points was his points were were good for us to um get get something in. And then um after a lot of managers dropping um trends for um whoever whoever they went for, Trent decided to <laughs> return in game week game week four. And so. <laughs> um, he was in my team, so of course I also benefited from from he returning. So I guess uh, not so much of a bad week, even though um, we all missed out on um, the 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 Holland uh, the Holland uh, fever. We all missed on the Holland jet. Um, so speaking of Holland, and and I want to just even let's let's start from there. Is he proven to us that um, he's 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 in to stay? Now we have somebody who is also casting the ship for FPL managers like Mohamed Salah did in previous seasons. Yeah, I think he's definitely now. He he got a bit in your team until the end of the season, hasn't he? Okay, you know. If if just if you watched all the games, mm-hmm. you know he's he's returned in every single game he's played. Um, apart from you know maybe he wasn't performing as well, but you know he's what was it in the in the Forest game? Was it sixteen mm-hmm. touches of the ball <laughs> and a hat trick in in thirty eight minutes? Thirty minutes, yeah. Um, like you know he's he's number one in the overall ICT rank. Um, his influence is one and everything. So I think if you haven't got him. You're really, really missing out, and I really think you do need him. He's he's a player that should be first in your your upcoming wildcard teams if you're doing that. 
Okay. So speaking of wildcats, uh, do you think um, it's now time? Because now I, I, I know people, people are taking a minus eight to get Haaland. Those who don't have Haaland in their team, they're taking as, as, as much as a minus eight for um, Haaland. Do you think it's now time to wildcard? Looking at, um, especially today, we are, we are having this conversation on transfer deadline, the couple of players coming in. I know we talk about them in, in, in a short while. Do you think it's now time you play the wild card or you just have to still keep the faith in the likes of Salah and uh, the likes of uh, Kane? I mean, they're not really giving you the numbers Haaland is giving you, but uh, until you have the, the fund, you can, until you can free up the funds to get Haaland, do you think men just go for the wild card now or do you still wait for their free transfers to get him in? Yeah, I think I think it, it's it's a weird one with a wild card because you don't want to do it too early. Mm. But then if you wait if you wait too long, then you you miss the curve because everyone's done the wild card and they've got the better team for the informed players. Um, I, personally, I wouldn't take the hits just to get him in. I think you know his big hauls of been and gone now. I know he's got Aston Villa next, but I don't see him getting another hat trick. To be honest with you, I don't even I don't even know if he's going to play. You know, you've got the rotation because of the Champions League, and then he's got Tottenham next week after that Champions League game. I expect him to play in the Champions League game. Um, but no, personally, I wouldn't take the hit because most of us, I don't know about you, but most of us are planning a World Cup in the next two three weeks anyway. So I'm pretty sure you can wait till then to get him in. Oh, but if okay. you if you really want to, if you really want to, you go for it. You go for it. No, oh, okay. So I mean, um, speaking of it, I I and <laughs> I was listening to an interview from um, with 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 Ned Moneha, and was telling he was telling us about how he got his wild card in game week two. So if you haven't used it, uh, I want to maybe sit in and close my eyes and pray he doesn't get a hat-trick so that I can I can get a couple of free transfers to get him in. Because now, now um, 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 I don't know. But then let's, speaking of Haaland, now let's move on to one player who's also, I mean, great location for us. He's given us a lot of, a lot of, um, I don't know, but I, I want to believe, I don't know, but uh, he's given us a lot of numbers. It's, it's Mohamed Salah. You are a Liverpool fan. I know definitely we talk about Liverpool. But yeah. do you think it's now time for, for managers to just... Uh, let's go of the 13 million owned, uh, uh, I mean, for, um, midfielder, and then probably reshuffle their team a little bit because now he's giving us two. He's, give, he's not giving us, and then the, the south thing is that Salah is giving us um, numbers uh, your ordinary player won't give you, but he's still not up to the standard we all expect from him. I think um, you've got every right to get rid of him because. I think it, it's different if you support Liverpool you really want him in your team mm-hmm. like me I, I want to keep him because you know what he's like he can pop up at any minute get you a goal or you know get two assists like he did against Newcastle but I think if, if you want him to bring in say you know, Kevin De Bruyne or like we were saying just then to get away to Haaland if you've not got him I think mm-hmm. it's the perfect way to do that but my only advice on that would be keep him until he plays Everton. Like he, you know, he's got something to prove against Everton. Um, and it gives you just one one more game to to assess, um, assess Salah and see how he does. 
Oh, okay. And see what you do. And I don't know whether you whether you've realized when the players come under huge criticisms, like as we're speaking of Salah right now, in the following games they prove one example is Cancelo. Uh Cancelo got a little over 22k managers sticking Cancelo out of the game, and then he shows up with 12 points. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, could you believe it? Like, like you you all know, okay, fine, this is not Nam Forest and Maybe um, he's going to be subject to gradualist rotation because it's a Champions League game. This, this. And he shows up when you take him off to give you 12 points. What, what what what's happening to this season? Like, what's happening? It, it's been a weird one. You know, if you go back to, to last season, an example, you'd, you'd have Liverpool, City, you know, keeping the clean, even Chelsea. But, you know, if we could talk about Chelsea, it's the same as last week. They're not, <laughs> they're not the Chelsea that we're used to. Um, you know, you'd expect the defences to to keep the clean sheets, but we've noticed that other teams are getting a lot better now. You know, um, you know, obviously City did get the clean sheet against Forest, but you know, against you know the previous teams, you'd expect them to get a clean sheet away at Newcastle and all that kind of stuff. But you know, I think you can't make rash decisions. I think the thing you were saying about Cancelo is people are making a knee-jerk reaction. Oh, he's not returned for... I, th- I think he didn't return for just that one game and people got rid of him. You can't you can't be doing that. You've got to keep him. And, you know, especially when the fixtures had him against Forrest at home. But well, why would you? Because he's obviously going to produce something. So I think it's a very weird season, but you've got to be careful with how you're getting rid of players and who you're bringing in at certain times as well. Okay, you have to you have to be careful how 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 you do it. Um, um now now let's 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 get into um um, um a little more player. One thing you said on the last episode was uh that was uh um the episode leading to game week four was that you knew definitely the run for Rodrigo would definitely come to an end, and then you 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 foresaw it coming in game week four. Definitely true to the words, he didn't show up in game week four. So what do owners of like the likes like of, of, of like Rodrigo and James who picked up a last minute injury, what 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 do you suggest owners um do with these with these players? I think well in terms of James, I think everyone sorted that out before the game where they either benched him or they just got rid of him completely. Uh-huh. Which in my opinion if you had him, I don't personally, I don't know about you. Um you know, I would have just benched him because it was down to illness. It was all over social media. Um, I want to go around of him. But for people like James Rodrigo, Rodrigo's going to come back. And you see, he may not have the form, you know, three games in a row of scoring. Okay. Um, but he will still score. He will still score goals. You know, he's got Harrison around him and, and Aronson. Um, and when he comes back, I think, there is going to be a time when he is going to come back on the radar. So for, uh, my advice would be try and find someone else around the same price point. Don't spend too much more money if you've got the budget. Try and keep it valid, you know, validly similar um, and just keep an eye on him. Keep an eye on James and Rodrigo and stuff, all them kind of players. Oh, okay, so you keep an eye on them, and and then uh, I think one 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 conversation that would go down to the latter is um, uh, we, we when when Nunes got off um, after his suspension 
Femino came in and we all expected, okay, maybe Femino is going to hold the fourth. So maybe New Year's comes back. He's come on, giving us, he's returned in all the two games he's played. I mean, the the game week four, he he gave us lots, he gave us lots of, uh, a lot of points. And then um, the game week five too, he, I mean, he came, he came to the party again. Do you, do you foresee him, uh, I mean, going to the the bench? Who, what, I mean, what do you think of, um? What do you think about Firmino owners? What do you, what do you suggest they do? They 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 hold on or quickly to just get in and then get newness. Um, he's had a lot of rest and probably he he's going to give us a, a a good show. Yeah, I think you know he you, you were very. I'm not going to say lucky to put Firmino in your team, but mm-hmm. you were mm-hmm. very very. You know, he was a bit of a gamble, wasn't he? He's never been seen as the goal scorer. He's always been, you know, the the provider for Salah and Mane in the past. You know, he's been fantastic and there's a Liverpool, a Liverpool fan to see him, you know, game week four, scoring two goals and three assists. Yeah. It's, it's what we've not seen, yeah. you know, from, I think it's three three years, not scoring at Anfield and he goes and scores two and gets three assists and then gets another one in the next game against Newcastle as well. Um, I, I was actually thinking about this before I was talking to, um, to a friend about whether to bring Nunes in because I do want to bring him back. Because yeah. he's a, he's a very very good player. Um, personally, I don't think he'll start straight away. I think Firmino's playing too well, and he's proved that he needs to be on the pitch against a team like Everton. I think Nunes will come on off the bench for for Firmino. Um, but I think if you go back to the start of the you know start of preseason and stuff like that, you saw Nunes coming in for Firmino. Um, came off the bench against Fulham, off the bench against City as well, um, and returned. So if he does that and does the same as he did, then there's no reason for, for Nunes not to be starting in the next two, three weeks. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. And then speaking of Firmino, he had 22, had 22 points in game week four. He's number four on um, influence. He's number five on creativity. And on, on the ICT index, he's number eight on the ICT index. I think um, <laughs> I think Firmino, Firmino wouldn't be, I don't know. And then again, it comes back to the season. Players coming on, giving us a good show for a couple of um, a couple of weeks, and then they they go off. Now let's let's speak about the new transfer coming in. We are having this podcast on the transfer deadline day, and then yesterday, um, yesterday um, we had this um, star signing for Newcastle, Alex Ishak. Um, speaking of him and then for all the new players coming in who do you think really uh, could come in and then give many just a, a hauler and looking at um, Manchester United just, they just, just ended their, their match and Anthony didn't play and you're looking at the likes of Anthony looking at the likes of William even coming back into the Premier League once again yeah. who are some of the new signings you think um, FPL managers should, should actually pay attention to there's, there's quite a few um I was going to bring up Willian as well because it's it's so good to see him back. Um, and I think if if I could, he, I think he will do something for for Fulham. The way Fulham are playing without him, mm. put Willian in, you know, in an attacking um, midfielder role or on the right, you know, he, he could cause all all sorts of damage. But then also staying with Fulham, if you look at the right back position, they've just got Kazawa from PSG. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've seen him in the past, he you know, he gets up the right hand side, puts the balls in. He was like, he's like the, I wouldn't, not as good, but you know, like the Trent Alexander Arnold of, mm-hmm. of the um, of the French league. Um, 
I think that they could be exciting. And also, like you said, Isak, tough to, you know, to play like he did against Liverpool. He got one and then it, it could have been two, but it was offside. But the composure in the box uh, to go around, not one, but then Van Dijk as well, and put the ball into the top into the top of the net. Mm-hmm. He's, I know against an easier team, he's definitely getting two goals. Maybe three. Okay. Okay. All right. So um 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 I mean I mean we even forgot Obama Young coming to Chelsea. I mean the rumors have it that he's almost done. And he these players are players who've already played the league. And sometimes it's 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 nice to have them because uh, these are not players who are coming into Fumble, they've been in, out, and then they're back. Do you think Obama Young mm-hmm. coming in, uh FPL managers should look forward to him? Uh, and and looking at his age, is probably his his value is not out. Unlike Anthony, who is seven point five, um, officially he's seven point five on the market, and all managers can get him. Obama Young is now coming. Do you think managers should should look up to him, like um, maybe a third striker coming in and off, like what um, people have been doing with 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 Mitrovic? Yeah, I think you know we all know what Obama Young can do. So I think for me personally, it's just a case of keep right on him. See if he starts to perform well, because we know what Aubameyang's like. He'll, he'll have a good few games of form, then he'll just dip off again. Mm-hmm. But that was in an Arsenal side that was still building, so it could be very, very different um, at Chelsea. You know, if if you had him and Sterling up top together, that could be something special. So definitely keep an eye on him. Let him, you know, if he starts, say two, three games, keep an eye on for those those two games, and then you know, bring him in for the third because on average. If a player's on form, they'll return for two to three games and then drop off. And, you know, obviously Haaland's an exception to that because he's, you know, I don't know what he is. He's definitely not human, but he's, um, he's something else. But I think, yeah, keep an eye on for maybe two games, then bring him in for that third. And, you know, if he keeps going, he keeps going. Mm, okay, okay, sure. All right. So let's 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 get into, um. I mean, the, I mean, the, the, the FDR is there. That's the official difficulty rating. We have all of them there. But I want us to get into um, players to avoid going into game week six. I mean, what are some of the players who didn't pass the eye test for you statistically? Looking at maybe the the, 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 the opponents they have in the next game, who are some of the players you would really think managers should avoid? Um, if they could, they should avoid. Oh, you know, there's quite a few you can look at, you know. Um, for me, I'd say the Liverpool defence. You know, they're yeah. not keeping the clean sheets. Um, yeah, because, you know, we've not got the, the full defence in there yet. Um, Van Dijk, and usually he's got Matip, which he, he was actually on the bench um, okay. against Newcastle, didn't come on. But I'd say stick away from Liverpool defences until Matip is back and starting games. Um and by the defence, I mean Joe Gomez, you know, Andy Robertson, who I've got and I do want to get rid. Um, I've just not got the... No, I've, there's no one I want to bring in for him, so for now he's going to stay. Um, I think another one that people were talking about and aren't talking about as much now is Ollie Watkins at uh, Aston Villa. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everyone, everyone, yeah, he's returned a couple of goals. Um, but the way Aston Villa are playing, I can't see him getting much else. So he's he's probably in the top three to to stick away from. But um, other you know, other than that, there's not really anywhere else. I think everyone who's playing well, everyone's kind of got. There's not many 
flops. If you wanted to add the Chelsea defence in there, you could. But, you know, Bruce James is Bruce James and, you know, they can do it can do quite a bit. So it's a fifty fifty on the Chelsea defence. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> the Chelsea defence, um, it has never it has never promised to 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 um to to be better, but let's see. Um, so one 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 player one player that's really confusing. Uh, I was I was in a conversation the other time. One player that's really confusing is Javi Elias from Liverpool. Um, mm. he's not a player you you ordinarily you'd say he should start, but he's been playing some fine football, and he's his his prize is is quite <laughs> it's quite okay for for a player who has been playing. Um, every time you do you think managers should, should pay attention to, I think you can keep an eye on him again. Um, but for me, I wouldn't see him as an you know an FPL asset. Okay. You know, he, he played very, very well against Newcastle in terms of you know, if you casually watching a game of football, oh, he's playing well, he's getting the ball, he's making the runs. He's not really passing the eye test in terms of FPL because I think you've got to look at football in two ways. In FPL aspect and then in an actual real life aspect, because if he, you know, if he's winning the balls like he was against Newcastle, making the runs, getting the ball to Salah, that's good. But he's not doing much in terms of FPL. I know he got the return in game week four, but that was a you know a nine nil thrashing of of you know Bournemouth, and he's not going to do that every week. In terms of real life, though, yeah, great, great player, um, playing well. But in terms of FPL, he's not really one for me, to be honest. Oh, okay, okay, all right. And then um, Bamford is back. Um, speaking of Rodrigo, Rodrigo now has picked up an injury, and Bamford is back. Do you do you see um, Bamford coming in? I mean, he is a natural striker, and and now as as established right now, it would be it would it would it would take something something extraordinary to to see Haaland off somebody's. Team, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how many managers can really afford not to have Holland, and and Jesus really not really the expectation we had. I mean, FPL managers, or we all we all have some wild expectations, and yes, he's giving us a couple of goals and one assist. And, but then, who 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 do you see as the third striker now? I mean, people really really those who want to go big 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 up front. Who really see do you see as a third striker right now? Yeah, if, if we're talking about, if, if put into context of, you know, you've got Haaland, you know, as your main, Jesus, and then a player to add on to that. But, I don't know, personally, I would say you, you'd put Nunes in there. Uh, you'd put Isak now, Mitrovic. Um, not not Bamford. I think if he gets back up to proper fitness and starts scoring for Leeds when the fixtures get a bit better, then maybe. But I think the three for me... Um, I've got to be Mitrovic, Nunes, and um, and Isak, to be honest. No, okay, all right. Uh, this 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 season's FPL has has taught us that there's uh, we we probably would all not be having the same same um, players. Uh, now there's Mitrovic coming in, giving us um, now what has come to see like the the, the Mitrovic header. You know, definitely um, he's gonna get you a goal. Mm-hmm. And there are a whole lot of other players, players as well. There's the almighty Haaland, nine goals in five matches. There's Jesus doing his thing. And and there's there's the Salah who can do his thing any any given day. And you don't want to, you don't want to regret taking Salah off. And so and so uh, this is this is, this is something wonderful. Then again, let's talk again about Perisic. 
this is a player that um, most people had high expectations of, and not to say he's 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 been bad, but uh, we've not really seen him, and uh, we all wanted him because of his price for a player. Okay, so I was talking about um Perisic. Um, we all took Perisic in because um we knew his quality coming from um. I mean, he's a more experienced went back. They have a spit. And then the quality he he had from um, Inter Milan, the Croatian national team, but it looks like we've not really seen the Perisic we all wanted, and it's not as if it's it's, it's much so much because he's um, he's now five point six five point six million if I'm if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Um, should do you think uh, it's about time people get, got rid of him at least till he he picked up his form, or you think um, he should still be in the team? Mind you, um, you you already would have um, one of these Liverpool um, premiums in your team. If not Robo, you'd have Trent. Um, probably you'd have James sitting on your bench waiting for him to make a comeback. Um, is, is it still advisable for you to keep um, Perisic? Yeah, I think if you've um, if if you if you've gone through the trouble to bring him in because you know you played well and against Chelsea when he came on and stuff like that and last week. Um I think there's no no point in getting rid of him. I think, you know, he's not he's not playing how everyone wants him to, but he's not playing badly. He created three big chances in the last game. Hmm. Um you know, but I think if if you go like I said, if you go through the troubles of bringing him in, then there's no point getting rid of him because if he does come good you're gonna to want to get him back in. Um but I think you need a Spurs a Spurs defender in there, to be honest. Okay. Um, and if you've got him, keep him. You know, if you haven't got him, go for Emerson Royal. <laughs> That's what I say. That's what <laughs> I did, and it's it saves you a bit of money and saves you, you know, zero point five million. Well, zero point six now. Um, and in my opinion, he gets more game time. Oh, okay. So, okay. um, yeah, if you, if you've got Perisic, keep him. If you haven't, go for Emerson Royal. Oh, okay. All right. Um, now, um, the now the question on everyone's lips is that if you want to get Salah out of your team, who are the possible options? Because if you want to get Salah out of, Salah out of your team, you need a player who one must get you um, some some good returns. And if he's not giving you good returns, a player that you can easily sell and bring back Salah if when it starts producing um, the I mean the goals when it starts coming in to be the Salah we all know. So who are the options if we if we decide to take Salah out of our team at least for now? Who do you see um, as options um, for, for 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 to get in? There's there's two ways you can go about it. I think you could either look for you know big money replacement like like you Sterling, you know your Son if he starts playing a bit better, um, you'd have Royna. Or on the other hand, you can split the money. You know, during a wild card, for example, you'll get, you know, when, or if you're doing like a free hit or, or whatever you want to do, you've got transfers saved up, mm-hmm. you can split the money into you know, mid price midfielders like, you know, your, your Luis Diaz, your Foden, Gundogan, um, I throw Bernardo Silva in there, why not? He's been playing well. I think you've got loads and loads of players there, you know, you, Sackers, your Martinelli's in in Salah's price point. If you were to, you complete you completely revamp midfield with the money from him. 
it just depends if you'd want to take the hits or if you've got that many transfers. So you've got, but I think it, it's hard. It's a hard topic to talk about when you, when you're on the side of keeping him. <laughs> I don't think I, I can get rid of him. You know, <laughs> even though he was quite quiet again against Newcastle, he got me two returns. He got me twenty points. So uh-huh. I'm on. You know, I'm on keeping Salah, but. As I said, there's plenty of players out there to, to replace him with. Okay, okay. So you would go for a, a big money, a big money replacement, just so at least yeah, when he starts to prove the point. I mean, it's it's. But then um, look, it's 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 so it feels like it feels like a betrayal to <laughs> to get a lot of the team. But <laughs> I, I mean, this is this is a game that 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 deals with points. Um, yeah, okay. So now we've, we've talked about the new sign. We've talked about we've talked about them. Now, um, Trent gave us a fifteen point, seventeen points, and now he gave us two. And one thing that has become evident, if you are using the eye test, is now it looks like Simicas comes on a lot as compared to previous um, season. Do you do you, do you, do you think it's, it's now time to to relax on on, on Robertson for for a while? Looking at, he's giving you 70, 60, 65, 68 minutes. Um, maybe. I, I, I was debating this before. I was having a look at the team. Because at the minute, I'm, we'll probably come on to that later on, but I'm stuck with my team at the minute on what to do with it because it's, it's very good. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I need to... Robertson's the only weak link there. But in my opinion, I would keep him until the Everton game. Keep him for Everton. And then, if it's still the same, get rid. If it was anyone else, I'd say get rid now. Because that's my thinking. If it was anyone else, I'd want to get him out now. But the way Everton are playing, they've not got much threat. You know, they've got Anthony Gordon. That's about it. And I think, you know... If you, if you look at how Everton are going to, probably going to line up, it's going to be Andy Robertson versus Nathan Patterson. Um, I think I'm quite confident who would win that battle uh-huh. out of the two of them. Um, I'd say keep him for the Everton game. And if you're still happy with him, change him out for, you know, a James or, you know, you, you've, got, you've got loads of options, like we, like we were saying. Kazawa, he's an option, cheap 4.5 option. He's probably going to start. Mm, or okay. look at the other, the other mm. defensive options. Okay. Okay. All right. And 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 then what's 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 your take? I mean, to the uh, the last uh, <laughs> the last good scorer of the game week, um, Jaden Sancho. Do you, I mean he's 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 given us back to back goals in, in both game weeks. Um, do you think it's about time, or, he, or he's still he, he should still be on the watch list? Do you think it's about time when he just like started going for Sancho? Um, considering, I mean, um, if if he if he's not up by now, I'm sure by in the next couple of hours he's gonna go up. Do you think it's about time? Um, we got we got him onto our teams. Yeah, yeah, you can keep an eye on him for sure. But the only problem with him, with mm. the United player is they're not scoring a lot of goals. You know, if you look at you. City options in a similar price range. Okay. Um, you know, you've got your Bernardo Silva, who's getting an assist a game and he's getting the clean sheet points. I think, you know, and he's involved in more goals. I don't think, you know, United aren't 
creating that many goals. You saw it in the last against Ireland. They're not creating loads and loads and loads of chances. They're getting 1-0 victories, 2-1 wins. You know, if you're happy with a player to get you one one goal return a game, then, then go for it. But I think at the minute until United start scoring more goals, I personally wouldn't, I wouldn't really want to have a player on my team that is only going to get, might, might get me a return. Because no, okay. in that United front three, anyone can score. Oh, okay, okay. Speaking of um, um, winning by a goal or a go to zero, two goals to one, and a whole other, do you think um, now investing in the United defense is, is, is something you should look forward to? Considering um, in in both game weeks they they didn't concede, kept clean sheets in both game weeks. Do you think um, the likes of Diego Dalo, um, a players Malaysia, they are players we should be we should be keeping an eye on, um, hoping to get into our teams. Maybe not now, but near in the near future. Definitely in the in the near future, yeah. Um, I say Dallo over Malaysia. I think, like I said before, about you've got to compare football styles to FPL. Mm-hmm. Malaysia is a very much in real life defender. He does his job, you know. Yes, he'll be getting clean sheet points, but he's not really going to get an attacking return for you. On the other hand, Dallo is always getting up there, putting the ball in, stuff like that. Even, even you know, Varane at the minute, big corner threat. But I'd say your main one is Dallo. If you, I wouldn't double up on the United defence, but you definitely need to maybe get one of them in there when the fixtures get good. Okay, okay. All right. We're going to talk about captaincies and we all know that that, that wraps us our conversation. But let's talk about differentials, right? Um, we've talked about players to avoid. Now let's do two things. Talk about players to 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 really look out for. And I mean we've mentioned a few players. What are some of the players um, you should look out for going into game with six? Maybe not really to get them in, but look out for them. And then we look at um, a couple of differentials as well. Um, that's you, you think going to game mixes because this season feels like so much hard work, you know. <laughs> and so, what, what, are, what are some of the players you think, in your view, um, would be differentials and players to watch for, look look out for? I've I, no, I've said his name a few times in the in the pod, but Bernardo Silva again, you know, he's just just hit 10% owned, um, and he's returned in the last three game weeks, so. <laughs> I think if it's not showing something huh? that you should be having him, then you know he, he's a big option in that inner city team that's scoring goals and playing well like they usually do. And I say uh, Andreas Pereira as well. He's sitting okay. on everyone's benches. And he's twenty four percent owned, but he's sitting on everyone's benches. And I think you do need to start playing him. Obviously, after these two games, because they've got Tottenham and Chelsea. But then you've got Nottingham Forest, so you definitely should be in your team for that. Um, I'd say the third one is probably Aronson again. I know I've mentioned him in the last two weeks, but Aronson's definitely definitely a good option. He, he got an assist, but he's always in the attacking third. So, yeah, he's a good option too. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So um, you would go for Bernardo, Andreas, and Aronson? Yeah. Okay. If, if I had to put them in order, it would be Aronson, Bernardo, and you know, and then and the third. So it, yeah, I think. No, okay. Aronson's Aronson's just really, really good. He's one point seven percent owned. You know, he's he's very, very underrated in that league attack. I think he could make some some point gains on it. 
Okay, okay, sure. All right. Um, Ellie, uh, I want I want to touch a little on Anthony because I feel like now the community is talking about Anthony coming to Manchester United. Do you do you, do you, should we wait till his after his first game uh, and then looking at how the prices move up like 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 we, like we don't even know what to, how to even describe it. Do you think it's it's time? I mean, we all knew how he played at Ajax, getting getting the assist, right? Getting a couple of assists, a couple of goals. You think it's about time uh, managers bring him in or wait for his first game? I think for me, you always have to wait for the first game because there's many different things. You don't know how he's going to fit in. Mm. You don't know if he's going to be going to start. You know, we've seen with Man United that they signed Casemiro and he's still not started a game. Uh-huh. I would have thought tonight he would have been in that start eleven. Um, I'd say wait for his first game if he. If he passes the eye test, that's the only thing you can go off. You can watch as many clips as you want of him in the area of Izzy, as you you know, as many as you want on YouTube. But there's only the eye test of how he plays in Premier League. Um, and especially with Arsenal next. If he does start and you keep an eye on him against Arsenal, then he's definitely, definitely an option. Right. So now let's 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 get into and talk about captaincy. And um I've 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 seen about um Hundred teams after after game week um, game week five, and <laughs> it's uh, captaincy decisions has always been just like the same thing. Give it to Haaland, close your eyes, and then just just doesn't even doesn't even don't talk about captaincy again. Do you think that's how we should go, or we should? But then, but then again, I've seen just 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 as I'm speaking to, I've seen the one um, who is captaining um, Trent, and that's the odd one out. Uh, maybe that's a differential captain. But then do you think now captaincy decisions is a subject that we've we've closed our, our eyes on so you should just throw it to Haaland and just shut up and then move move ahead? So I, I I don't think that way. I don't I've i I've seen a load of teams now. It's got to be Haaland, got to be Haaland, got to be Haaland. I'm Salah this week. I'm Captain Salah again. Hmm. Um, you know, against an Everton team, he's got to do something. And if he doesn't, then my opinion might change. But with no Sally, you know how good he is. And you can never write him off. So you, you just never know. You never know. And I, I really don't think that Haaland is always the way to go. There's always a better option somewhere. Yes, he's very, very good. But you, if you want, you need that kind of differential pick sometimes. I'm not saying Salah is a differential pick, but <laughs> at the minute, everyone's putting Haaland by the looks of it. So... I'd say Harlan is it's probably 70 70 30 Harlan to Salah but if you want to do Salah then it could pay off oh okay okay all right um so I I I mean when when looking at Aston Villa I mean they're, they're really struggling and <laughs> yeah they're really struggling but I've, I've, I've always I've always followed the the Messerside baby and you, and you know Liverpool are just they're just they're just Winning the Messerside Derby every single time. Uh, I think the last time I don't I don't even remember the last the last time I've attended one in Messerside Derby. Uh, I think I don't I don't even remember. It was it was it was it was a, a long range a long range um, goal from a defender. I don't even remember the defender's name. And so I think um um Salah I'm still hopeful Salah is going to do great like last week even though he disappointed and. When when it's it's painful to say he disappointed because on the ordinary day if it's a, if an average player gave you two assists you wouldn't you wouldn't say he disappointed but uh, I mean there again that's that's a standard he has set for himself so um I'm I'm 
probably going to go Jesus again. Or maybe last minute, I'm going to change my mind. and, and Because I believe Liverpool are going to run Roy again. The last time I said this, Liverpool went ahead and scored nine. So I'm saying this again, maybe yeah, they're going to go ahead and score some seven or eight. But then um, it's 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 something. It's it's something that I'm I'm really hopeful Salah Salah does it again for us because it's something that all FPL managers are really looking up looking up to. So now let's 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 get in, um, into your, your your favorite Liverpool. Yesterday you left it late. And uh, yes, you just need anybody to score. I at the point I needed just anybody to score, but I didn't even care whether it was going to be an own goal. I just needed somebody to score. And yesterday, yes, of course we left it late, and um, Carvalho getting the goal. Is it is it still the Liverpool that um, we 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 are all looking forward to? I mean, matching Manchester Manchester City boot for boot, because looking at what Chelsea is doing right now, you know, definitely they are going to end up um, probably. <laughs> In the third position or fourth position, is it the Liverpool that um, is going to go ahead and then give Manchester City a chase? Well, I, I'm hoping so. Um, you know, even I know City went on one six nil, but even Man City are conceding goals. You know, they've dropped points already, which you wouldn't have thought. Um, I think every team is that good now mm. that anyone can. I do think we will get better. When all the players are back from injury, you know, you're, you're you know, our, our midfield, we've not got our proper midfield. Um, and I think once they're back, that, you know, for Thiago, for example, once he's back and, you know, putting the ball through to Salah, I know it's a lot against Newcastle. Salah was making those runs, but no one was really picking him up. Um, yeah, I, I do... I think so. I think we can give them a run, but I just think City with Haaland is just too too good. I think the closest competitors they've got really is us. Or maybe Arsenal, if they, if they keep it up. But I think it is City's, City's time. But you never know, as a fan, you do want your team to, to get back up there and challenge, which I do think we've got the capability to. No, okay, okay, all right. Um, in the in 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 the transfer news today, you got um a midfielder, Artem Melu, former former Barcelona, um former Juventus man. Is is he the the the, the antidote to 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 the problems? I mean, it could be. Um, he was a very attacking midfielder. He can also defend as well. He can pass the ball very well. Um, you know, I I don't know a lot, but I know I know of him. I know he can pass the ball very well. Um, he, he's he's kind of like Thiago. Just I wouldn't say I wouldn't say as good. Um, definitely, um, definitely an option for for Klopp to decide who he's going to play because you've got Henderson in there. You always plays. You've got Fabinho. But personally, if I if I had to pick, you know, the three in midfield, it would have to be Fabinho. Um, um, <clears throat> Thiago and uh, Melo. Um, just I could just imagine that midfield just ripping ripping apart defenses and giving Salah for me, you know, and um, and Diaz, even Jota, chances uh, to score. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Let's see. Let's let's <laughs> let's keep our fingers crossed and see whether um it's going to be um. It's gonna go down to the wire as 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 I always see. So um I feel like thank you so much for your time today. And uh, we hope and pray that game week six treats us 
so 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 fairly and when we sit here i mean we'll be filled with a lot of good good stuff to talk about our team so once again thank you so much and uh, um let's do it again next week and then good luck to your team you as well hopefully yeah, sure, hopefully, sure. everyone has a, hopefully everyone has a, a good week sure, sure. some people did have a good week mm, you know hopefully sure. solid returns for us of course, uh, Salah gives us a heart trick because we miss him so much. <laughs> but anyways, thank you so much. And uh, if you're a manager, just know that your FPO deadline is on 3rd September, 10 o'clock UK time. And you don't want to mess it. Wherever you are in the world, you want to convert. <laughs>